On the football field, the action happens in the blink of an eye. It's like that off the field, too, when you've been injured. In a split second, your life is changed. Whether on the field or in the courtroom, when you've been injured, you need the right teammates by your side. You need Chase and Boscolo, a law firm willing to protect and fight for your rights. On the football field or in the courtroom, having the right team determines whether you win or lose. When injuries change your life, call Chase and Boscolo, trial lawyers that care. What Makes You Smile is brought to you by Dominion National. For anyone that needs dental and vision benefits, I have a one-stop shop for you. TeethKeeperSave.com TeethKeeperSave.com offers dental and vision benefits for everyone with plans starting under $7 a month. Don't have benefits through your employer? Are you self-employed and need dental and vision benefits? TeethKeeperSave.com has various plans for individuals to choose from. Visit TeethKeeperSave.com today and enroll in minutes. What's up, everybody? This is Fred Smooth, and you listen to Redskin Talk. Mr. Case Keenum, can we borrow you for a moment? Hey, what up, everybody? Hi, I'm Ryan Kerrigan. This is the Redskins Talk Podcast with J.P. Finley. What up, everybody? This is Landon Collins with Redskins Talk Podcast with J.P. Finley. What up, everybody? J.P. Finley, Redskins Talk Podcast. We're back in the tent. The big man's here. He's got no shoes on. Hello, bitch. I'm good. How are you? I said hello. I hello. I didn't hello. ask him. Hello. Hello. That was the best part of calling Taylor. It was hello. Yeah. Like, Taylor, you, you know who's cry. calling. It's a cell phone. Like, it's my phone calling yeah. your phone. Just say, what's up, man? So hello. Hello. Uh, Pete's here. How are you, Pete? I'm not taking my shoes off. Thank you for the reminder. Free feet in 2020. Mitch is going no socks, though, which I'm not ready to No do socks yet. is the move. But Troy Macker's here. Troy, how do you do? I'm doing good. I haven't been here long enough to take my shoes off. You can take your shoes off, too. It's a, it's a move. I like when JP goes, how do you do? How do you do, Pete? I do well. <laughs> I've done better, but you, I do well. You said you wanted to die at like 10 a.m. Yeah. You were like, what would you kill for right now? I was like, I would kill for being killed. You asked the, you asked the police officer if he could put you in a holding cell. I feel like the holding cell would have been better than the burning side. No, no, it was, no, it was the police officer asked if we should put Pete in the back seat of his car, and Pete said, please, so I can go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, it you is Friday, it's Saturday morning. Yeah. Uh, we had a big Friday night. I'm going to be honest with you, folks. I want to thank my guy, Jeremy. He there took tremendous care of us. We had an excellent meal at Maple and Pine. In Richmond, Excellent. you guys should check that yeah. out. Then we hit the rooftop of the Cork Hotel. If you like butter, go to Maple and Pine. Yeah. It's the world's best butter. We've been coming down to training camp here for six, seven years or whatever, however long the rest of them down here. The rooftop of the Cork was the best, coolest spot we've been to. And low-key, because we've done other rooftop bars that are, like, intense. Right. This was chill. It perfect. felt like California. It was a perfect That's what spot. And you invented the WAP, everybody. Drink. No, I, I, I invented a new Grapefruit and vodka? Vodka and grapefruit soda. There you go. Um, Three I, WAP, everybody. No, no one has ever made that drink before? I don't know, dude. Last night. get it on the menu at, at, at the Quirk. Um, all right, let's get down to business. Football. Uh, thank the good folks at Horseman Automotive of Virginia. We ride with them and encourage you to do the same. Colt McCoy did not practice today. If you're an astute listener, I told you yesterday that there is going to be a veteran that doesn't practice today, and don't be alarmed. That veteran would be Colt McCoy. No big deal. This is a scheduled day off. He's still coming back from the leg injury, which is remarkable because it was damn near 10 months ago. But uh, that's where we are. For the record, when you said it yesterday, I thought it was going to be Josh Doxson, and I was going to say no matter how much you tell people not to worry about a scheduled day off for Josh Doxson, it still would have caused concern. Think about that, though. Like Last year, we did like three days of Doxson not getting reps, so he got hurt. I, I don't got, think it'd be a big story this year, just because I, I just think it's Josh Doxson is now, we kind of figure out who he is, and I was just thinking, the if team, he got hurt... The team has made it very clear who he is. Yeah. yeah. When you don't pick up the option year, you, you, you 
made yeah, your attention. We were clean. leading stories with Josh Doxson's hurt. Now, if it happened, he has to be a big story. Have we written a Doxson story yet? Troy, no. you, you watch we, all that we stuff. We have not. Yeah. Which has, is kind of surprising. The last one was probably two months ago. Uh, he doesn't talk a lot, so. Has Doxson appeared in your notes on camp? No, he hasn't. It's just. What receiver hat, dude? The offense is so sluggish I and bad. I haven't really any receiver notes just because they don't have enough good reps. Like, like that's a real NFL I've been very there. clear that I think Trey Quinn will be the leading receiver for this team. I don't know that I've seen him make a catch. I don't know that – now, and I'm not including one-on-ones, right? Because one-on-ones you have right. to make the catch. But, like, in 7-on-7, seven seven, they're, they're making plays. But yeah. in 11-on-11s, eleven yeah. the offense looks Honestly, good. it's been Jordan Reed and Burton Davis. Yeah, the tight ends look good. That's true. Yeah. And, and there's plenty of dump-offs for the running backs. A lot of dump-offs. If you like dump-offs, come down to Richmond. You can see a lot. If, if you think we're, what happened, four days in? How long have we been? It feels, like practice. On the podcast. feels like a month already. Um, fourth day of camp, third day of practice. Has the defense looked good, or has the offense looked bad? The offense has looked bad. I don't think you can even say the defense has looked good yet because the offense has been so bad that you can't even get a – you can't judge – What's happening on the defensive side of the ball? Yeah, and then and the offense a lot of times before the ball is even snapped, just getting to the line, these guys are being a little disorganized. Quentin Dunbar had three interceptions today. Yeah, he Back to back throws from Case Keenum went to Quentin Dunbar. The the third interception from Dwayne that was one of the rougher sequences I've seen in any practice down here. The the pick Haskins had, I mean, he was in the pocket for lack of a better word for eight seconds. There were. That, that he would have been sacked a million times over, and then he threw the lamest of ducks. Yeah, to no one except. But the one thing you, Josh Norman was at the podium after practice today, and he that he was asked about We're really spitting good news today. <laughs> he was asked about what gives you optimism about the about the young quarterback, and he said he said he brought up that throw specifically. Well, not making the same mistake twice, kind of picking your points or your targets that you want to go after. Um, trying to actually thread the ball in there when not. I think it was a play where he ate the ball. Um, before he did that, he ended up throwing it into double coverage. <laughs> so it, it shows a sign of maturity at a, at a fast point. But um, he's still growing. It's our third um, day, so he's still got a lot more to go. Sacks up, but interception. This is the place to go out there and throw into triple coverage and, 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 and learn, learn that you can't Somehow, do that. Mitch remains bullish. Finds the optimism. Oh, the class is half full. Indeed. Um, Troy, this is your first day down here. What did you notice? What stood out to you? Honestly, not much. It's just so early that it's it's hard to make any astute judgment on hey, Jake, this, is, this is how so-and-so is going to play. I think just being able to watch uh, Haskins, at least comfort level uh, behind center uh, was good, even though the weirdest thing for me is to see quarterbacks throw all different types of passes, but his are so pronounced that you can see when he's going to throw a dump or where it's a completely different release. And so I think, you know, again, criticizing that is, is tough because it's just so early and he's going to be different tomorrow as oh. he is next week. Um, AJ said, because Mitch is taking his camera and I don't think we put him on the podcast yet. So AJ, what have you noticed? Uh, I noticed that Dwayne Haskins is a little erratic so far with his throws, especially with anything kind of breaking to the outside. It doesn't seem like Timing is there with the receiver. Yeah. yeah. And it's some of the misses are bad misses. You he don't want to get too alarmed, but not great so far. He talked to the podium yes, uh, yesterday, yeah. two days ago, yesterday, about how every time um, he looks in the huddle and sees McClure and he's, he's telling Jay that he wants to call me a play for him because he knows where he's going to be. It's a comfort level that he has with that guy because they played together last year and he knows where he's going to be and he knows how he's going to run those routes. We talked about it yesterday with Paul Troth about how, how – uh, 
how exacting Jay's offense can be in terms of getting the ball out at the right time, and it's going to take some time for him to get there. Theismann had a quote in a story with Kim Martin that the kid's not ready, and I think everyone sees that now. Yeah. I don't think there's much of a debate, um, including Dwayne, and that's one of the things I have been impressed with him is that he's mature enough to understand that he's not ready. I, I think. I, I doubt he would say that, but I think you know you have an honest conversation with the dude. Um, Does he have to be? No, 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 no. But here's the problem. Keenum didn't look very good today either. Right? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're saying who's the leaderboard, and I don't even know if we Like, I have to write the QB thing. I, I don't know. Yeah. Josh Woodrum played a lot. Like, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? He looked good. That's the title of his pod. Josh Woodrum played a lot. Um, <laughs> the, what actually happened today was first day in pads, so the guys were actually hitting. They ran the ball constantly. Yeah. I, I bet... In the 11-on-11s, 11 I bet they ran the ball 80% of the time. Yeah. Does that seem overstated? No. And it was At least three quarters of the time. And you're going to dump on me because I'm talking about my blogging, but the headline of my day three notes is going to be provides a glimpse at what the Redskins offense will look like. A lot of running, a lot of handing it off. Interceptions. No matter, no matter what quarterback is behind right. there, they're going to be leaning on running backs. It's not fun necessarily for fans to watch, and it's hard to gauge whether those run plays were successful because of the lack of tackling, but they were giving the ball to Peterson and Geis This is going to feed the Club J folk, but being the first day that they were out here in practice, yeah. in pads, I mean, there was no very, very little hitting. They didn't notice it at all, really. They didn't, the it one, didn't look much different than yesterday. You heard a yeah. couple crunches it wasn't with, much. within the offense-defensive line. You fed a hungry dog, and he's now going to just be next to you. Yeah, clearly, clearly. Um, I also think... Like, I want some Oklahoma drills. I want Bull in the Ring. I want all those, all those fun I think fun they things. outlawed Oklahoma drills. I don't think, I think any the of them, NFL did. I don't think Bull in the Ring's allowed either. I'm but sure the, it's not. But that was real fun when we were in high school. Yeah, but we, we were smaller and not paid like this. I was very happy in those drills. So you've done a bad job of this. Do you want to tease Brandon Sheriff at the end of this pod? I think we're going to run... Yeah, so Kerrigan, Sheriff, and then whatever one-on-one comes tomorrow, we're going to put all those together on Monday for the off day. You're racking some good ones. The Brandon Sheriff pod was fun. Was it fun? I hoped it was fun. No, it's like you got to get. You came out and you said that felt a little all over the place, but like with him, I think it's good because he's a little shorter and it just kind of went all over the place naturally. You can't do this, but the conversation we had before the camera was on was way more fun. Yeah, he was up for a lot of shtick. Right, the mic check for him, like you go ten nine eight seven six. He goes check. (laughs) Was that good? He's a so much dude. dry. He has so much dry humor. No, uh, and Hefe did a good job over there. He uh, these two making up. He got making up on the podcast. Yep. There's no making up. AJ was wrong. Oh, um, yeah, you guys yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's no conversation to be had. AJ, I don't AJ, like it when mom and dad yell. <laughs> Brandon Sheriff was with his uh, little boy over there, and AJ uh, shot a cute little video of him uh, running around throwing his kid up in the air and stuff. It was. It was yeah, nice his show. son is like one years old, and his kid took off running, like sprinting. He's two. He's two years old. Okay, well, the little kid has nimble feet just like his papa. I feel like you're talking very weird. He gets quiet. Oh, yeah, I'm doing it. Are we in a live self? I'm kind of hurt from last night, man. I'm recovering. I, this is like we all are. 35% sure. right now. Orsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Orsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Savings, selection, and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. 
And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Ford Lincoln. Let's ride together. Oarsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Oarsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Saving selection and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees? Check. Loaner cars and free car washes? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Kia of Alexandria. Let's ride together. Mitchell, tell us about Corey Robinson, the new tackle in the Redskins. He's a guy. He's here. So I, I, I was talking with somebody in the Redskins front office. I was like, I was like, what can you tell me about Corey Robinson? He's big. That was the description. Yep. Pete, how many kilograms? 142 kilograms, I believe. Give us, give us his measurements in American metrics. Okay, in American metrics, yes. He is, according to NFL.com, 6'7", 315, 27 years old. I said, I said he looked very Ty Insecki-like yeah. among the old linemen. He was games under his belt, nine starts through five seasons. Where? Yeah, it, Detroit, Carolina, yeah. and Jacksonville. Started his career 2015 on the line. Seventh round pick. Then was Panthers 18 and Jags 18. He so played, Eric, his starts were... Before, before Mitch gives you his, his breakdown... Uh, this is a depth move. This is not yes. the dude that should be the starter. Um, and I reported this earlier. Donald Penn's still in red nine. Depending when you hear this, I you know I don't know when you're going to consume this podcast. But as of what time is it? One thirty on Saturday. Donald Penn is still in Richmond. The team is still hopeful they can get a deal done there. Like most things in life, I imagine money is a sticking point. He is two point oh one meters tall. It's good to be over that two meter mark. Mitch, back to the oh scouting report. If your linemen aren't over two meters, Mitch, yeah, you're, you're in never trouble. getting out of Hamburg. You're in trouble. <laughs> uh, South, from South Carolina, seventh round pick of the Lions. He uh, he came to South Carolina, I believe, as a defensive line or as an offensive lineman. Got moved to the d- defensive line and then started the lion's share of his junior and senior year at left tackle. Lion's share, nice. Then he got drafted by the Lions. Uh, he was a backup kind of swing tackle. He had some foot injuries. Mm-hmm. I believe he was traded to the um, yep. to the Panthers and then cut when he got hurt and then went to Jacksonville and uh, was in, I think, camp in Jacksonville last year. I don't think he was on the team. Let's also like, say this. You're, you're free agent shopping in late July. Right. This like this, available. This, and, and if he's healthy, he might be able to be a backup swing tackle if he's healthy. And who knows really what we're going to see from him. I mean, it'll take a couple days for, before he's working into the drills full-time. I know Jerome Christian did a little walkthrough yesterday, but Jay said they were still going to hold him out Saturday. And I think Sunday we're on Jaron Christian. Christian. yeah. We are a Jaron podcast. Sorry, we're, going, we're going yeah. with Jaron. I was he, told that's the name. That's what we're going with. He's going to try and get Jaron some uh, back on the field on Sunday. I was talking with um, one of the uh, coaches off to the side a little bit today um, about him. The one thing that we all knew last year that we talked about was that he had to get stronger. And having to recover from the ACL injury hurt that progress that they were hoping to make uh, in, in the first year in terms of, of getting him up to speed. So they said he's, you know, bulked up a little bit up top, but obviously those legs working on the, uh, having to work back from the ACL, they didn't get, get as much done with him as they had hoped. I want to stick on the OL. Um, we've been so focused on left tackle, but I think it's, you know, time to talk West Martin just We've been kind of assuming, hey, he's a fourth-round guard. It's going to work. He's going to solve left guard. But I think 
Even we've, getting pushed around, we've man. We've been seeing him getting pushed around a bit. I, just, you know, I think it's time to remind people. I have a feeling Mitch is going to defend his guy here. Just, but he's been getting pushed. He's around. a fourth round guard, and it's you know dangerous. I don't know if dangerous is the word to assume, but it just seems like we've been saying West Martin's left guard. It's solved. It's okay. It's, it's worth reminding people that hey, he's going to be a fourth round rookie. There might be Pierce Baker has looked pretty good. I think he's it. looked. Yeah, I think out of those two, he's been more the impressive. What I would say is that. Uh, Wes Martin is going against the likes of Jonathan Allen and Theron Payne, and Ross Piercebaker is going against the likes of your boy B and uh, Ryan B from Michigan or whatever, and whatever him. other Jags that they have that are filling out the depth on the D line right now. It's not fair to guys that are one percent athletes. In the world. They are absolutely they're one percent athletes. So I, that's why I don't like the term Jag. Okay. I don't think it's fair. Yeah, I'm in that camp. Yeah, Troy. Jag and a feller. Well, I will just say this. Wes Martin will be going up against the likes of Fletcher Cox in five or six yeah. Right. I'm not saying that, that – I'm saying to say that Pierce Baker is right. looking and better or good is a okay. – it's a, it's a – You know what would be nice, and it's a luxury they have very obviously don't have, is if we could see this damn Eric Flowers guard experiment. Yeah. You know what would like, be great? Maybe it works. Who, who knows? Right. Jason. I asked Sheriff about – Converting to guard, he's like it's really hard. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, well, hopefully Corey Robinson's presence at least allows Flowers to kick in a little bit. And we said today, Flowers. That's, that's not. I mean, he's tackling now. I'm, what? I'm saying Corey Robinson being here can hopefully let Flowers start getting some of those reps. You think? Inside. You think Flowers is a tackle now? I think. Yeah, I don't think they're going to move him inside I think the guard. If when they sign Donald Penn, he's back to guard. Right. If they if, if, the, if they bring in somebody who is a potential starter at that position, then they would move him back inside. But the signing, I don't think the signing. What I'm saying, Cody I don't Robinson think the signing, potential exactly. So I don't think that Corey Robinson signing is moving. Yeah, I'm not Aaron saying he's a I'm just saying maybe they can. They don't have too many reps to divvy up, but that's fine. You're the OL. It's I also want, just a, all right. Enough. I want to thank the good folks. <laughs> enough. I've had it. You guys are just going to keep going in a circle, like your email last night. It's just going to go on. For, <laughs> it's a great it's email. Just going to go on for it's a hour. Great email. Mitch decided 3 a.m. Uh, all right. I got. I got. A, I got a big no there. All I'll say is this is this is exactly what I expected when I came to training camp is to talk about O line depth for fifteen minutes. Like I'm, I'm the people like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, we give the people what they want. You want in depth O line discussion, and it's it's day four slash three of practice, and if there's ever a time to talk about right. O line depth, it's probably this morning. Well, what kind of world are we in where there's a rookie quarterback? There's a quarterback battle, and the bigger story of training camp is the O line. I think today you call that a quarterback pillow fight. <laughs> That's not fair, JP. <laughs> um, <laughs> They're one percenters. I want to thank the good folks at Orsman Automotive of Virginia. Uh, go check out my new Garve over at Orsman Fairfax Toyota. I want a new Forerunner Garve. I want it a lot less than what you're selling them for. <laughs> Just so we're clear. Well, we were in an Uber uh, two oh. nights ago. It was a, it was a Ford Taurus. The Ford Taurus was spectacular. Jamie, they don't, but this dude had one. Here's it was spectacular. Call. I'm sorry. What year? Was it was so chair, comfortable. So. It was a, it was a, that was a, a 2019. Nice. Oh, wow. No, it was a 2011. No way. Yeah. That's what the dude told us. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought they that stopped thing was making so nice. Like, That's what he said. Like, he said they, they only make them for cops now. Cop cars Wait, are, you're telling me that car was eight years old? Yes. Wow. I thought JP was sitting in a throne. Like, he could not was, shut up about t- that chair. I can't tell you how comfortable that chair was. I could take a nap in this chair. Wasn't it comfortable? Sir. I I loved it. The back seat was spacious. Was the front seat was heaven on it was, a, it was sitting on a pillow. Um, a lot quick, of pillow talk today. A lot of pillow, yeah, sure. Uh, 
I want to thank my boy Chip Briere. He yes. gave us a ride home. Chip, sir. Pete spilled potato chips all over his car, and I'm legitimately sorry. We have to take Pete anywhere. Chip's car. Hold on. Pete spilled it, or the Pringles were dumped on his head? Which one of those happened? Potato, potato. All right. Talk about chips. There's a lot of chips in the Uh, car and in the Weston parking lot. It's time for one thing. Uh, Pete, you got four blogs to write, pal. You can start. We'll get you out quick. Okay, one. Hold on, real quick. Pete claims it's Saturday at almost 2 o'clock. Pete claims he's going to write four blogs today. I'm setting the over under at 2.5. You said I wanted to have my move. Two and a half, I'm not No, you said, because you said three, and then you got bullish and said you were going to write four. 2.5. Is anyone taking the over? Uh, 2.5 I can do over. It's I'm, I'm tempted to. Pete's going to write a half blog. I'm, I'm tempted oh, to go over. Hold on, are we talking about Pete's 300-word blogs? Because those don't count. <laughs> <laughs> Stories are blogs. Stories are blogs. Blogs, two and a half. I'll take the over. Wow, Troy's bullish. It's going to happen. Mitch? I mean, if we're counting, like, his 300 words that he throws down sometimes, then no. That's a story. Welcome to the internet, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, if, if for, for the good friends in Vegas listening, take the other. One thing, Peter, you're up. We've had a couple people tweet at us asking for Montez Sweat. Kind of updates how he's looking. Not a big media guy, Montez. Yeah, it's, it's hard to kind of give those updates when the guys don't talk just because it's fun to kind of hear what they're saying, what they're thinking about how his transition is going to the NFL. I would say I haven't exactly noticed Montez Sweat during team drills. I mean, guys are getting to the quarterback, um, but I wouldn't say I've seen him do it on his own yet. But in one-on-ones, he is both powerful and quick. He kind of seems like he has a good array of pass rushing moves. So in team drills, though, it hasn't really materialized yet. So we're talking about Dwayne Haskins, the first rounder, having you know an adjustment period. I think the adjustment period is happening for Montez as well. But I still think his impact is going to be felt, and I think he's the biggest X factor on this defense. Geis is the guy on offense who could really change things. I think Montez can change it on defense, but stay patient with him as well. All right, Troy, I don't know if you listen or what. Every day we each say one thing that stood out to us. It's your turn. Um, one thing that stood out to me was, because it's early and, and, you know, working in the, the news um, in the season, you know, we, we get bogged down, but um, is how positive everyone was, the fans, uh, it you know, we've seen all the predictions about what could happen this year. We have no idea whether or not we'll have our best lineman or who will be under center. But um, everyone seems to be all on the same page and working hard. And it just, as, as much as this can be uh, kind of a circus sometimes, it, 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 it seems like everyone was working towards the same goal. It's a great point because everybody, the, the term like dysfunction and chaos are always kind of associated with yeah. Ashburn and the Redskins. And I always try to clarify that, like, the football operation does not – run like that. Yeah. Like, it's stable. They love Jay. They're working hard for him. Like, it's training camp. There's going to be some general malaise in yeah. practice. It kind of happens. But, like, the football team operates just fine. Yeah. Yeah. On um, Monday, uh, we'll have um, the first of the mic Up series coming out for you guys. It's going to be so, Randy Jordan. Yeah. So lit. To listen to Randy Jordan talk about the running back group that he has in there They're is... Loaded. Unbelievable! He is—he's like a kid in a candy shop. He's so excited about about what these guys can do. It's—it's uh, it's cool to hear. Is that your one thing? Is that your bonus? one thing? No, I, was, I don't know. Just popped it in there. <laughs> Seems okay. like a decent well, place and to drop Paris, it in. Paris, don't we have that silly Sean Springs Haskins video on Monday? Yes, we did. A few parts. Yeah, that'll be cool too. Yeah. So Monday, a lot of crap is dropped. Right, like there might not be practice, but we got 
fire content yeah. on your way. We, we got we, a lot coming. We're gonna need those four blogs because we have we're full on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm blogging on Saturday and Sunday, which is a great day to blog. Nobody nobody gets things done in a timely manner and a more efficient way than my guy Pete Haley. Efficient. Um, he's the opposite of AJ. <laughs> Doesn't work hard and well, is quite efficient. That's right. AJ works super hard, just incredibly inefficient. Inefficiently. Pete doesn't work hard, but he's efficient when he tries. I will say, we make fun of Pete for various things. When I get made fun of my work, I think it actually hurts my feelings. I feel like I work hard, but that's neither here nor there. Remember when you just sat in the tent during the sheriff interview and Jerry's like, yo, Pete, what the hell? Well, I didn't know anyone was talking and I wanted to listen to Sheriff to mine it for bloggable content, which is going to be one of my few blogs. But since we're not running that until Monday, that knocks one of my blogs off and I'm all of a sudden getting nervous about the two and a half. <laughs> oh, boy. Thank you on it. And it was going to be a short one, too. It was going to be Sheriff gonna... talking about being a quarterback in high school, 250-word special, and that was going to be bang. So blog. put it out. You don't have to wait. Okay, I'll get the audio. It's the internet, bro. Don't wait on anything. Hey, okay, we're well, back hey, on. Two and a half is looking Welcome good. to the internet, bro. Uh-huh. Yo, Pete's now gunning for two and a half. <laughs> Literally 20 minutes ago, it was four. Right. Not even, it was, it was like four minutes ago. Brian Holmler's ready to write a little bit. He's going to start flying on. He's going to start. What's his Twitter? Everybody go follow Ryan Holmler. Yeah, that's my guy. Up. I think it's just Ryan Holmler. Yo, did we get over 3,000 on Instagram? I think oh, we I'll did. Check right check Yesterday it was 2990. All right, while he's looking it up. I want to hear JP's one thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Quentin Dunbar, man. I, we mentioned it earlier. He's looked really good this camp. Um, when he's on press coverage, these receivers are not beating him. They're not getting off the line. They're not getting open. He had the back-to-back picks today of Keenum. Um, we saw Quentin looked really good early yeah. last year. Then that, the, best the, the wacky nerve injury. Norman has looked great in camp. I, I do think we took, we, had, we said this earlier, is the offense bad or is the defense good? I think this defense is good. I think this defense could be pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. I agree. I, uh, you've been bullish all along, and I'll credit you. I, I'm not willing to go top five like you are, but I think they were they were bad two years ago. Where they were middle of the pack last year. I, I think they could be a top ten unit. I don't know how to frame the wording of this. I wouldn't say nervous scale, but where are we on like the 25 alarm scale? Scale on the starting linebackers being SBH and John Boston. Yo, wherever I was... So if I was like, eh, I'm like a, hey, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know what that means. Excited. Yeah, those two are quick, man. They can play. I, I, I still think Sean Deion Hamilton is small for an NFL linebacker. I almost dropped an F bomb. Really um, I, I, it's how I talk. Yeah, <laughs> but he's just slow. I, I worry about him over the course of a 16 game grind. Yeah, he's been injured before, but this is a kid that was recruited to Alabama. He's clearly. Talk about the one percent of athlete. Like you don't, schlubs don't go play football. Alabama. And so if he can make it, Bostic's 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 a veteran, dude. Like somebody said that he hadn't played much. That that was incorrect. Yeah. yeah. Like he started twenty eight games last two years. Right. Like Bostic can play. He's gonna rack up tackles. Sdh is smart as hell. Yeah. And that will help them a lot. And, um, and he said this is he had that gruesome knee injury in college. Then last year they were kind of working back slowly. We always talk about, oh, this is a great offseason for Reed. He's finally healthy and has a full time. SCH said that for him, this is his first full offseason, and it's I'll say helps this. him get to a good spot. Defensively, obviously, up front is the strength. I think they're going to be good on the edges. Kerrigan's perpetually slept on. I think Montez, you going to make it, Mitch? You're right over yeah. there? Um, I think Montez Sweat is going to be just fine. He's yeah. going to get him 10 yeah. sacks as a rookie. 
Um, I think Ryan Anderson looks like he's trimmed down a little bit. You know, people ask me on Twitter, they're not moving Ryan Anderson to inside linebacker. That's not happening. Fullback. <laughs> I'm just glad you know that he played fullback last season. Was I was hoping that they made that more of a full-time thing. Uh, I'm all for bringing back the fullback. Yeah. Full-time. Cole Holcomb has looked pretty school. good. I wouldn't agree with that, but okay. okay. I, he's, fat, uh, he's fast and he's always around football. Here's where I'm going. Up front is the strength. I like them on the outside. I like them on the edges. Yeah. I like the corners. I, I think Moreau's look good. Like, they, there's some depth there because I like Jimmy Moreland. Josh Norman says Moreau is going to sneak up on people. Right. Fabian looking sweet. We haven't talked. But he said that last year, too. We, we haven't talked about DRC. I don't really know what he's going to give them. I think he's going to give them some reps and safety. Landon, Montez looked really good. Montez. Josh got excited about Jimmy F and Moreland. 2-5, little Moreland. That kid going to be special. Yeah. Monte seems totally dialed in, which is where they need him to be. Yeah. Um, so the, I, I Dunning would say Dunning the line, looks good. Yeah, where are we going? I mean, the line, Mitch keeps interrupting. It's just like Mitch's email. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going around in circles. What's the point here? So the linebackers, I think, are probably the weakest position group on the defense, the inside linebackers. But that's because I think the other groups are really strong. I don't know that yeah. I'm I, – I, I no longer think it's reason for worry. I was weirdly thinking about it on the Weston elevator Assuming yesterday. they stay healthy. I was thinking about it on the elevator Yes, maybe. I'm, I'm warming up to them a little bit like you. I'm still nervous with how they're going to cover guys. I think they're just not athletic enough necessarily. But I think they can also – they can be not hidden, but if this is an okay defense to be, you know, average at linebacker because that front might be so good. Beamish talked about those Ravens teams. Like when Ray Lewis – he's obviously Ray Lewis, but he operated so much better when that front was really strong. So maybe that could be this model I, too. I don't think we should compare these guys to Ray Lewis. I know, but yeah, – just- Talk about bullish. Yeah. <laughs> just the fact that Super Bowl MVP or champion at minimum and Hall of Famer. I agree. That I would and much rather have owner in Baltimore. of any of the units to be yes. exposed. Yeah. I, middle linebacker is the Think one that's like, safest. Middle linebacker has become the NFL defensive running back. It's a devalued position. Not many of them get paid big money. Right. Although Bobby Wagner just got a big deal. But like the skins are clearly – Going cheap there to spend, well, to maybe spend elsewhere. So we'd rather be it's also, up front than yeah, loaded yeah, in the middle line. Sure, exactly. I, I think that was one thing. I think we did like a hundred things, but that was my one thing. You're up next. Should work. Um, well, <laughs> Randy hell. Jordan mic'd up. Yeah, Randy <laughs> Jordan mic'd up was my one thing. Um, podcast party, promote it. Podcast party, August third at Vale. That's my one thing. We're gonna drink a lot of beer. I believe that uh, we're not gonna have one beer. That's for sure. I believe it out there. I believe that uh, it's, it it's gonna be come for general revelry. It's not yeah, just beer, right? It's gonna be fun. I'm uh, sure a lot of used to give out uh, and keychains. Sure, uh, uh, hey man, don't I'm write checks you can't cash. You got keychains. Yeah, we're bringing keychains. I don't know that we have keychains, Mitch. If there's lawyers some... listening, they're going to sue us over keychains. We know that lawyers are not allowed on this podcast unless you're listening. Nah, I don't know. Something. I want a douchey picture AJ posted on Instagram. Yo, what a loser he is. <laughs> I, go to AJ Radio on Instagram, and if you've liked it, please unlike it and just comment. You like my comment? Yeah. He's wearing like eight different pieces of NBC Even clothing. Even his camera has an NBC I sticker did. on it. Yeah, I'm wearing a polo and a hat, and I feel like a dad. Yeah. This is the douchiest yeah. photo I've ever seen in my life. I don't know that you can say that on the podcast. Shover's going to have his work cut out for him on a Saturday afternoon. Oh, the Nats aren't playing. Shover's gets kind of What's going on with the Nats, team? by the way? That they lose to the Dodgers? Uh, Dude, you get down here and you're in such I, a I don't football even know what day bubble. It is anymore. I think it's Saturday. Yeah, yeah, they, they lost. It was a quick Nats update. Yeah, they lost. And plug your newsletter. Uh, they lost to the, the and Dodgers. And listen to the Nats podcast. Yeah, Racing Presidents. Probably works with us in case we were on here. I don't know if they introduced that. Like, yeah. He's not just some random guy we found. Tell us about the Nats. Tell them about your. 
newsletter. Okay, so the Nats uh, lost to the Dodgers uh, Friday Still night. People are listening to us yeah. 30 minutes in for a Nats update. Also, a Nats update from Friday. Just <laughs> score. Like, no analysis. And the out-of-town scoreboard. <laughs> uh, and so the funny actually thing is they're going with the reliever to start. Well, and, but more importantly, sure, they're, they're using an opener? They yes, know. they're the worst. Matt Grace is going to be their pitcher. Oh, Today? Yes. All right, let's watch that. Um, what the hell is going on with Scherzer? Are you going to get an MRI and a cortisone shot or something? Oh, yes. Crap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, uh, he had to that, get... That is a 20 alarm on right. the 25 alarm Actually, fire. on top of the cortisone shot, he had to get a, like a stem cell shot as oh, well. Oh, I don't even know what that means. But doesn't sound good. Doesn't sound good. Yeah. I thought that was illegal or something. Uh, Wasn't that like in the Supreme Court? Blood spinning? Something. We're not you have to go to, to, go to Germany for that, Supreme I think. Hold on. The lawyer that we just told to stop listening, can you jump back in and tell us what's happening in this? All right. Tell them about your newsletter. Yeah, I'm so, very concerned about the Max Scherzer situation. So uh, if you want more of the Max Scherzer situation, you can subscribe to our newsletter. Every morning it gets into your inbox. I read it. Uh, gathering all the news from the D.C. and Maryland uh, sports realms. Uh, Redskins, Nats, Wizards. What about Virginia, Redskins? dude? Virginia as well. Okay. Yeah. Wait, yeah, and all their pro sports teams. What I learned about the newsletter is like... So you promote. You not put just, a lot of work into that. Thing. Not just, yeah, not yeah. just our stuff, but you're plugging other sites. And I'm thinking this is kind of weird. It's an NBC newsletter, and he's promoting this. But it, studies show metrics that matter. You get more clicks in that way. As JP says, a rising tide lifts all ships. That's how you got here, Pete. Yeah, I just people always say, "Hey, Pete, how'd you get your job?" I point at JP. I go, "When he got promoted, I just held <laughs> on." Pete is the barnacle. We gotta go. Thank you to the good folks at Orisman Automotive in Virginia. It's been a hell of a pod. Hopefully you enjoyed it. What, Pete? What? Troy, tell people how to subscribe. No. Just follow, just follow Troy on Twitter, dude. Yeah, you'll, at Troy you'll, get, you'll get there. Yeah, we gotta go. I'm gonna go change my hand. We gotta go. Um, goodbye. If you made it this far, I know you'd be here. Mitch is never gonna stop laughing. <laughs>has there ever been a one thing where Mitch doesn't talk about an O lineman? Yeah, I talk about the D line too. <laughs> Orsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Orsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Saving, selection, and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections, check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Chevy Buick GMC. Let's ride together. Oarsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Oarsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Savings, selection, and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Orsman Ford Lincoln. Let's ride together.